Hi everyone, welcome to A Daily Dose of Orange Juice. My name is Leslie Green and I'm a bilateral below the knee amputee. This podcast exists to provide information and tips and tricks for amputees and for those who love them. The information that I share is just personal information and research that I've done. It shouldn't be taken as medical advice or to supplant uh, any advice that you've been given by a professional. Usually I talk about things that relate directly to the amputee. Today in this new year, I wanna talk to friends and family members of amputees and reach out and give a little bit of information to you as well. Some of you may think of yourself as a caregiver. You may have felt a shift in your relationship and role to a person who's an amputee in your life. And because of that, I wanna make sure that we're helping you look at what your needs are too. Because caring for a loved one is a strain for even people who consider themselves highly resilient. And you need to make sure that you're taking steps to stay healthy and have a good quality of life yourself. And in the United States, the statistics prove out to be that about one in three adults are providing care to someone that they love. And while we know that this can be rewarding, we also know it can be really, really stressful. If we think about the rewards first, most caregivers are thrilled to be there when someone they love needs them. It's a core value that you have. But when that shift happens in roles and emotions, then it's natural to feel emotions such as anger, frustration, feeling exhausted, alone, or even sad in the shift. People who experience this kind of stress can be vulnerable to health changes. We know there's a relationship between our emotional well-being and our physical well-being. And there are certain identified risk factors that caregivers can fall into. If you're person who lives with the person you're caring for, you might end up with social isolation, maybe feeling depressed. Perhaps there's some financial difficulty that's arisen because of this new shift in roles. Certainly the amount of time spent giving care. And you know, having been put into this role doesn't always mean you have the skills that it that you need to take care of a difficult situation. There might even be some people who are in this role who felt there was no choice and that can have its own stressors and anxieties. So you're in this spot. Now what do you do? Well, I think it's important that you learn what your signs of stress are. And again, they can be so individualized but I wanna make sure that we identify some of the common themes of a sign of stress. It's not uncommon for the caregiver to be so focused on the person that they love that you don't recognize 
signs that your own health and emotional well-being are suffering. So perhaps be on the lookout for feeling constantly worried or feeling overwhelmed. That sense of fatigue, of being tired, is another sign. On the flip side of that, a stressful sign can be getting too much sleep. You know, not wanting to engage and so sleeping more than you normally would. Other signs of stress can be gaining or losing weight. On the emotional end, that, that point of easy irritation where you weren't a person who maybe felt that way frequently. Another sign of being stressed is the loss of interest in activities. We've talked about depression. So just that overwhelming sadness. Some physical signs of stress can be frequent headaches or body pain or other bodily functions that just aren't quite where you usually have them at. It's important to realize that too much stress over time can harm your health. As a caregiver, you're more likely to experience symptoms of anxiety and depression. In addition, you may not get enough sleep or physical activity or be eating well, which increases your risk for medical problems. Okay, so we've identified these things. That wasn't a whole lot of fun. Now what do you do with it, right? That's always the, the point where people feel left alone is, yeah, you helped me identify it, so now what? Well, there are strategies to help you deal with this stress. The emotional and physical demands in caregiving can even wear down a person who is incredibly resilient. So that's where tapping into resources as, and tools to help you take care of someone you love is so important. Keep in mind that if you don't take care of you, you won't be able to care for that person. One of the hardest things for a caregiver to do, but one of the best strategies is to accept help. There's no shame in asking for help and then allowing help to be put in place. So make a list of ways that others can help you and let that helper choose what they'd like to do. For example, maybe it's that you have somebody who would uh, come and you know, sit in your home while you go out and get a cup of coffee a couple times a week. Or maybe that person will run errands for you. We know that people are always willing to cook a meal. That can be really helpful. Another strategy is to focus on what you're able to provide. Here's where you've got to let go of wanting to be the perfect caregiver. Believe that you're doing the best and you can make the best decisions at any time. And it's not something you need to feel guilty about if there is an area of care that you can't provide. Right? We can't all be all things to all people. Another strategy is to set realistic goals. We've 
talked about this before in other podcasts, that it's important to take really big tasks and break them into small steps. And that it's okay to be able to say no to requests that are draining, right? You don't need to add big projects on top of being a caregiver. That Nobody's looking for you to be superhuman. Getting connected, finding out what caregiver resources are available is a great strategy to cope with stress. Oftentimes there are services such as transportation, housekeeping, meal delivery that can help you in your attempts to be a great caregiver. Here's one I think that is probably the most difficult. Join a community for caregivers. They're out there. I moderate one myself just for caregivers. And caregivers will often say, yeah, 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 I need to do that, I need to do that. But it's almost like there's a fear of showing up because showing up is a sign of weakness. No, it's not. It's quite the opposite. People in, in, in these kind of communities understand what you're going through and what's wrong with making more meaningful relationships. We've talked about taking care of your health. So one of the goals to help you reduce stress is to set personal health goals. For example, a goal to keep a good sleep routine or finding times to get physically active, a healthy diet. Making sure you're doing these things are going to help you provide good care. If you have trouble with getting good sleep or eating healthy, that's where that community help can come in. Now, for the caregiver who works outside the home, and about 60% of caregivers do, you may really start to feel overwhelmed. Remember that it is appropriate to be able to take a leave, a family leave, from your job for a period of time. Employees covered under the Federal Family and Medical Leave Act may be able to take up to 12 weeks, although it's unpaid leave a year, to take care of relatives. And this is something that you can talk to your HR department about. Above all, it's really important to realize that you aren't alone. If you're like many caregivers, and I've met hundreds of them, you have a hard time asking and receiving help. But you've got to know that this attitude can lead to feeling isolated, frustrated, and depressed. Rather than struggling on your own, tap into resources. Know that there are places out there available for you. And if you are an individual caring for an amputee, go ahead and connect with me at elliegreen@hanger.com. We do have a group specifically set so that caregivers can meet and just connect and share resources, tips, and tricks. Well, I hope this has been helpful. And I'll look forward to sharing another idea and issue with you again next week.